Welcome back to You Should Fact Check This. Um, there we go. It's, uh, this is episode six, and no one cares, so I'm just going to skip past that. Um, Peter, what's your bold statement of the day? <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, bold statement of the day is that... He's searching. Oh, there's He's... so there's so many bold statements that I can make. Are there really? Well, then make one. Mm-hmm. Um, International Women's Day should not be a thing. Bold. That is bold. But I think I'm on the same page as you. We'll see. You know. I just don't understand. I don't understand. Well, that's because you're a man, Peter. There's no International Man's Day. Yeah, because. Because men are sick, dude. I'm just saying. <laughs> Actually, men are the cause of every fucking war. So, I don't like no, that. Like, like uh, the... Like, okay. There are two types of women. Are we going to jump right into that? We're going to jump right into your bold take? I'm just saying. I just need to explain. There's... T- so I don't just sound like a misogynistic asshole. Yeah, but sometimes you gotta let you gotta let them air out for a little bit. Okay, let it air out. Let me do your bold <laughs> statement, and then we'll come back to it. Okay. Um, in all honesty, I didn't really have don't a bold stop statement. Though. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you stop listening, then I think you know that on this podcast we talk about what our bold statements are. If that hurt your feelings, then you probably shouldn't be listening to this podcast anyway. Yeah. Exactly. Precisely. Yeah. So we need to. But I'll explain. Yeah, we want we want to have discourse, and discourse starts with kind of maybe a statement that might not be so appealing, followed by some conversation where you know either one of us could change our minds. But that's that's the goal of this is to continue having discourse. Um, my bold statement is. Not so bold, I don't think. Your bold statements are never bold. That is not true, dude. On the last podcast, I was ripping bold statements. And you're like, oh, that's a that's a bold statement. That should have been your bold statement. Continue. Okay. Two podcasts ago. Um, so my bold statement is that we're going into a recession. Not like no matter what. No. Yeah. No. Possibly really? a depression. No, you think so? Peter. <laughs> what do you know about a recession, a, huh? I'd say that's just a factual statement. Yeah, but a lot of people don't understand that. Well, it's never good when gas prices are above $6. No, it's not, and they're going to get worse. However, there's lots of... And housing, and housing prices is above... Is like above, like it's always been above living wage or living wage, minimum wage, but it's like above like lower middle class now. In certain areas, for sure. In, in Missoula, it is for sure. Yeah. You can't buy a house for under 700 Well, that's because freaking Black Horse or Black something, Black Rock Investment Group just came through Montana and bought all of the expensive properties. I don't think that was Missoula. But in Montana, 
I mean, it it percolates throughout Prime the. Bozeman. Prime Bozeman. Yeah, but that that will send signals to the rest of the market. So that's. I mean, they spent something like two billion dollars buying up properties in Montana. Smart. Yeah. So definitely some uh, some weird, interesting stuff happening on that. But I haven't done enough research on that to even talk about it. Yeah, I couldn't even tell you what was going on before you said something. So nice. So you, so let's go back to your bold statement. Let's uh, let's hear it. All right. Um, what International Women's Day should shouldn't be a thing. Um, Maybe it, I mean, it should be a thing, I guess, but it shouldn't be a thing at the same time, so. Oh, man, he reverses his bold statement immediately. (laughs) I don't know. There are are two kinds of general women, I'd say, on this hand. On one hand, you have the kind that cares about those kind of days, like... Um, if they if they were just to take away International Women's Day, they would honestly. Okay, Peter, this isn't mind. this isn't arguing your point whatsoever. What? This isn't arguing your bold statement. You're just talking about women. Like, why why do we not want International Women's Day? Why do you not think that it should be a thing? Oh, I just because what's the point? Well, what's the point to not have it? What's the point to have it? To celebrate women. Start? Huh? When I don't I don't know when it started. When did it start? I don't know. I guess that's a good thing to look up. But I, I think that, you know, you can make a bold statement like that, but you have to have some backing for it. And I don't know that I necessarily disagree with you. But you didn't come with any backing. I think that there is... Oh, man. What? International Women's Day was first celebrated in Austria, Denmark, Germany, and Switzerland on March 19th, 1911. That is the so goddamn the long ago. Conference. See, okay. See, this is the problem that I've had with it. It stood for longer this than a century. Say. No, no, no. This, this is the problem I had with it. I didn't realize that it was that old and actually had history behind it i thought it was just like a new liberal holiday that came about of you know you know what i mean well i don't know that that's the problem with it okay the day was born out of the women's rights movement in industrializing countries during the early 1900s See, this is why we do this stuff. Now I'm going to go back and say, yeah, there should probably be an International Women's Day. I think that there, there's some validity to having an International Women's Day. However, it's it's a similar thing to having like Black History Month. Yeah, that's fair. Where it's like, why do they only get one month? Right? right. Why, do interne- why do women only get one day to celebrate International right. Women's Day? Right. Like, it shouldn't necessarily need to be something that's celebrated on a specific day. Mm-hmm. However, I don't know if that's something that needs to be brought to attention more. Maybe you need a fucking yeah, day I mean, for I it. I don't know. I just think that there's probably 
there's got to be a better way to see that's that's the thing like i just thought it was part of this whole feminist movement in which feminism literally just means equality like gender equality gender equality yeah. it doesn't even it doesn't even mean like women's yeah it's so just been that. well and it's been co-opted by a lot of hardcore feminists to be something that's further than just right. gender equality it's more matriarchal like oh it's more women power women are superior rather than yeah. yeah yeah and so that's what i thought women's or international women's day stemmed from here we are now i'm wrong peter's very accept. wrong he will accept defeat with a sword in his stomach yeah i should i shall accept the fact that there should be a women's international international women's day so and i will uh i will uh be more about it now because i know the purpose behind it but what were you so you were talking about how there's two types of women which is yeah. a, a generalist but um well it's very general obviously. yeah but there's women that support and like seek out those kinds of days no or not even like okay yeah yeah you know what i mean like there's the the ultra the there's the feminist and then the feminist you know what i mean like, no it's the, the same word <laughs> <laughs> there's the there's the um feminists that are striving for women power and not necessarily gender equality yeah and then there are feminists who are against the women power but still want general equality yeah but i don't even think those are the two women that you're talking about necessarily i think well i guess it could be and i think there's the and then there's this a group that just doesn't care like well there's a living there's a group that just do it for the social credit right oh yeah like they don't give a shit about the actual day they're just like doing it to school like show social credit but this is something that's among all demographics like men women all races right there's going to be a subset of people that are looking to do that and score social credit in any way and seeking out those days where they feel that they're um their identity is being highlighted whether they care about it or not they're seeking it out to try and score that social credit right you know what i mean and then there are women who are probably more like our girlfriends who don't necessarily care too much about it they might think it's a good idea but they're just working in silence yeah you know um, and are just continually working on what they want to achieve while not worrying too much about like getting handed things and different, right. you know, social credit stuff. Right. So I think that that's where I have a problem with a lot of those sorts of days is when, when it becomes something where you know, if you're shopping at a store because the person says happy International Women's Day, then that maybe not, you know, 
Like, yeah. cause those, those businesses are just pandering. That's like saying happy D day. <laughs> I mean, sure. <laughs> well, no, no, no. Cause like, cause like it started because of the struggle for women's rights in 1911. So if you say happy D day, it's like the war ended happy day. Like it was clearly not a happy day for the women who started the day. Yeah. Like well, I mean, struggle. yeah, it was definitely a struggle. And it's like saying happy Martin Luther King Jr. Day as well. Right. Which, I mean, like, businesses do that. Like, happy Black History Month. Like, they have a whole fucking month where they try and sell hella shit based on black history. Just, you know, pandering to that month. Yeah, and like, I didn't even know it was like, like who? Month, February. I don't even know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. I just think it's strange. Like, I like, does it help the cause? Possibly, but are these businesses use? Are these businesses using it because solely because it increases their bottom line? Right, and like coming from the business mind, like I think that that's likely what it is. I mean, if you're looking at places like nike and they're doing a black history line of uh, shoes or clothes or something you know just look at kind of how they operate their business they make all of their shit in areas where they don't have to pay shit for wages china yeah and india and other places where there's no restrictions on how little you have to fucking pay people um so they're they're obviously after their bottom line right but like does does a person who's buying that feel some empowerment because it's they're buying it Probably. like there's two sides to all of it and i think that an argument can be made for either side i think the major like if you're if you're looking at a business like i was saying before if you're looking at a business and saying oh i want to support this business because they're saying happy black history month or some some happy international women's day or something. You're, you're not necessarily looking at the right metrics because all of those businesses, well, not all of them, but uh, 95% of those businesses are doing it for their bottom line. Right. So that's where it gets. Oh, What? What happened? You just got a live notification, everyone. Oh, my, <laughs> my, my, um, ECNL weekend for my U19 soccer team just got canceled this weekend. We leave in. So the notification was not anything super cool, but that's. Okay. Well, we're not going to war, so that's good, you know? Yeah, I thought it was going to be something like, whoa! <laughs> I just have, I just have like CIA operatives that are just hitting up my line. That'd be kind of cool. That would be cool. That'd be good for the podcast. Maybe one day. Maybe one day. If you stick okay. around long so, enough, I'll try and get there. Now I just have to say something because you know if we ever make it big, I'm going to get canceled with that comment. So <laughs> I just want to put it. No, in. but but Peter, you know what? Everyone listened. Like the people that actually listened, listened to what you said, and All the right. people that aren't going to listen. Even if you say something right now, they're only going to clip that one little part. And you, the, what you're saying isn't going to do anything. 
That's true. The people that listen know that you're not a misogynist. <laughs> that you just didn't agree with the day because you thought it was based on. I was just uneducated. Yeah. Difference. Right. <laughs> so there's no reason to try and defend yourself now. Because yeah, I'll just clip that part. Stupid clippers. Yeah. So, <clears throat> you know, it is, it's March 9th. We've been at war. Well, we haven't been at war, thankfully. But Russia and Ukraine have been at war for two weeks now. Um, 13 days. 13 days. So. No, 14. It's 14 because we started up. Yeah, we talked about it. Wow, I am right on the money. Um, you know you're supposed to wear a purple ribbon for women or for International Women's Day? I did not know that. Yeah. They've got all these sorts of ribbons for breast cancer, for... Purple's International Women's. Well, that's good to right, know. I will in. I will seek out a purple ribbon next year. Gotta do it, March 8th. Um, the, the war is still going. It's 14 days in. Um... Things, I think, personally, things have gotten scarier as time goes on. Mainly because... Putin ain't gonna stop till he nukes. We don't... Well, no one's giving Putin a way out. Where he can save face. Right? Right. So Putin, you know, there are speculations that Putin has Parkinson's. Um, he's been ranting a lot about history, which is not a good sign because, you know, maybe he's thinking about his legacy and trying to leave a, a mark. Um, and with that, you know, who knows what he's going to do. Yeah. And in a country like the U.S., there are checks and balances. So if we go to the point where we have to order a nuclear strike, a majority of that rests on the president. However, there are advisors and military operatives that. that he has to work with to make this a reality. However, Putin, I don't believe, has any of that. I think yeah, Putin pull the I think Putin pretty much says, "Hey, let's go for it." And they go for it. Um yeah, which is terrifying. So, this, you know, this is where things I think um we're really walking on a nuclear target map. We're really walking on eggshells right now. Um, yeah, it's not good. And I think we have probably the worst person at the head <laughs> to do this. Not not just because he's old or anything like that, but Biden has notably been on the wrong side of geopolitical issues his entire career. He has made oh. mistake after mistake in geopolitics his whole career. Yeah. And now we are in probably the most dangerous situation that a president has been in since the Cold War. Um, and JFK handled it so smoothly. Yeah. And Rest behind us. closed doors, which most people didn't even know really what was going on. Um, 
And now we're in an era where there is so much information. I think it's almost even harder to know what's going on nowadays because there's so much oh, information. Sure. Um, it's all fake. Yes, and there's like, tons there's tons of misinformation and just just plain fake information like the ghost of Kiev. Um, yeah, was that real? No, it's not real. Oh, that's a bummer. Um, and there's lots of other things like that that just are not real. For for those of you that are listening that don't know what the Ghost of Kiev is, it was a, a kind of a, like a mythical creature almost where it was this fighter pilot from the Ukraine who was just like a god um, and was just taking out all of the Russians and it was it was just not real um and then the the video of the old woman going up to the russian um ar- army men whatever and just like yelling at them also not real yeah so we're in a situation where ukraine is sending out propaganda rightfully so they're in war you know they're trying to yeah. pull in the people that they know can come in and clean it up, which is the, the U.S. States. Yes. Yeah. So they're pulling at our heartstrings. They're trying to send out stuff that pulls us into a war with Russia. Right. Not thinking about the greater consequences of what that could mean. You know, right now... You might lose Kiev, you might lose all of, you might lose the whole Ukraine. But if we go to war with Russia, there may not be any place for you to go. Yeah. We might be done entirely. I don't think uh, we should do that. And I don't think most, I I I think most people understand that. But there is a uh, a small majority of people who really either are too compassionate towards what's happening in a small region the size of Texas um, and some that are just war hungry that are just searching for the biggest power in the world to like come in and clean up. And it's not going to be like cleaning up is cleaning up in war is never clean. I don't understand what what we would do. Just move forces in and just kill everyone and then probably get nuked and then have to. Yeah. And I've thought of, I've actually been thinking about this quite a bit. I watched a video on what nuclear war with Russia would look like. Um, And it's something that I did not entirely agree with because I think as the United States, if you go to war with Russia, knowing that there's one guy at the helm who's obviously shown that he has little to no remorse for killing people and is old and is talking about leaving a legacy and history and all this bullshit, there may be no end to what he's willing to do. As soon as that shoe drops where we're at war, you nuke every goddamn fucking nuclear silo russia has immediately you end his 
his there's not even a possibility that he can send another one. And you do that you as do you as quickly as you can. Either way. I mean, we have way more bombs than Russia has, but they have more ICBMs, which is nukes. Oh my God, Siri, Jesus Christ. But um, I don't understand why that wouldn't be the case. Like there's no, there's no fucking thought in my mind that if you start going to nuclear war with Russia, that you would be like, okay, we're going to send one here and then hope he stops. Right? Yeah. You can't That's so that. stupid. Like, what are you talking yeah. about? You decimate all of that shit and you say, fuck, we got to rebuild from here. But that's assuming that we have defense. Oh, we, well, I mean, of course we fucking have defense. But not if he was to just we have, do what we have much better defense for nuclear weapons than Russia has. So we can defend. defend, yes, we can defend some of his nuclear weapons. The point at which it doesn't work for us is when he has full use of all of his nuclear weapons. He has just over 6,000 nukes. We have just under 6,000 nukes. And again, everybody, you're on the You Should Fact Check This podcast. I could be completely wrong. Um, <laughs> but from what I've heard and I've been reading, this is what I've seen. Um, but I don't know what our defense looks like. I don't know if we haven't, you know, if I was... I just looked it up, and it said that we had... Um, a defense system, but it. Yeah, of course we have it. I mean, we definitely have a defense system. I've, I've, they have. It's the ground-based mid-course is the only system that is currently in operation to defend the continent of the United States, and it only has forty-four interceptors. Yeah. based in Alaska and California. I don't believe that that's true. That might be what's public, but I highly doubt that that's true. I mean, we are the 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 largest superpower on the planet. We have these huge. I mean, we have these massive cities that are just full of millions of people. If you, we have five thousand five hundred fifty nuclear weapons. Yeah, exactly. And then Russia has six thousand four hundred or six thousand three hundred something nuclear weapons. Um. So, to me. You would have to be, especially with the fucking military budget that we have, you would have to be goddamn incompetent to not be like, let's just protect us no matter what. On the off In chance, general, short, on the off chance that anything happens, let's just make sure that we have these protectors. You know, like that, that would make sense to me if I was in command. Well, yeah. Obviously, I've never been in command of the United States, so I have no <laughs> idea what that fucking entails, but or the military. But that seems like it's what would be smart to do. I mean, if you have, I think, I think New York has nine million people in it. More than that, New York City. Yeah. No, it's like it's eight point four million. 
Okay. Yeah, so I said nine. So, yeah, you figure that out. 8.8 million um, as of 2020. I'm just like your fact checker today. But the metro area, the metro area of New York is 20 million people. 20.1. Yeah. So, I mean, with the nukes that Russia has made, they could decimate that entire metro area in one drop. I mean, they're if they launch a nuke, they're hitting me. Great Falls, Montana is like one of the yeah. Well, you've got yeah, you've got sites. I'm chilling. I mean, they Good might hit, they might hit um, Los Alamos, but Los Alamos is kind of on the back burner. I think. You know, I bet they go for New York, D.C., L.A. Well, so, so they go for they're going to go for large cities, but they're also going to go for infrastructure like ports. So, like San Diego is one of our biggest ports that will be decimated immediately. New York's got Seattle. big ports that will be decimated. Seattle decimated. That's where Iowa. like that's where we get all of our goods um, for international trade. So that's that's an obvious first go because then your country goes into disarray because there's no food. There's no oil there's no nothing right um and then you look you go to power plants because you can inflict i mean you can kill a lot of people by dropping it on new york but you can inflict more damage we've got 350 million people in the u.s almost if you take out four or five um you know power sites in the u.s you pretty much put all of those people into the stone age Kind of like what we're doing to Russia. Yeah, essentially. It's, uh, you know, this is why decentralized energy is super important and it will be... I could live in the Stone Age. Peter, you can barely throw a rock, dude. No, I can throw a rock. I can <laughs> skip a rock, damn it. <laughs> I can skip a rock, damn it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Picture that. Put it on our. Put it on the Instagram. <laughs> what's your, What's your go? Well, like, uh, it, say, you go to turn the lights on tomorrow and they don't turn on. There's no food coming into town. What do you do? What do I do? What do you do? What do I do? Okay, just I said it. Go to, <laughs> I go, I go to Katie because she'll know what to do. <laughs> I would agree with that. <laughs> she She's a fighter. She would know what to do better than you, honestly. Um, but how do you, but so this, this goes back to the whole point. How are you finding Katie? How do you get in contact with her? I drive to Durango. Okay. No gas. Everyone's abandoned the gas. Taking my bike, drive as far as I can. And then I'll take my bike. And you're biking down to Durango. Yeah. Actually probably Grand Junction. Cause she'll probably go to Grand Junction. Yeah. Knowing her. Right. Okay. That's not a bad call. And then from there, you have any plans? Or are you just going to let Katie take the wheel? Oh, Wyatt already has a plan, I guarantee. I like that. Yeah. Guarantee. <laughs> he probably has a bunker that we don't know about. Yeah, I could definitely see Wyatt having a bunker. He's, he's, he's been planning for this for a while. <laughs> yeah. I, I've been thinking about this. I watched like what it, what it's like to have nuclear fallout, all of that. 
It would be, I don't want to be a prepper, but I like being prepared. Right. You, you know, I would hop on my bike. Uh, if I had, if I had too much money, I would be like, absolutely. I'm building a bunker because why well, not? Yeah. I have enough money yeah. to do it and it won't even affect me. Why wouldn't I right. make a bunker? Right. Um, and just turn it into a man cave for the short term, you know? Yeah. But Might as well. There is these these thoughts have been like running through my head constantly about what what I do. What what do you do? Because the biggest problem for me, I think, is when we go back to the Stone Age, there's a giant majority of people that just go barbaric. Oh, yeah, I should probably get a gun. Yeah. Like, you're traveling, I, I don't know how many miles it is to Grand Junction. 900. Oh, holy Jesus Christ, Peter. <laughs> oh, that would take you. I can get I can get 300 with my car. And then 100 miles a day, it'd probably take me about. 100 miles a day? Yeah, it's downhill. Yeah, but not the whole way. Uh, I think you're underestimating how no. gradual that downhill is. You don't hit a pass until... After Salt Lake. But that's that's roads. I could bike how the bird flies. You're going to bike how the bird flies. <laughs> you're going to just... just gonna You're going to hope to God that you're going the right way and just fucking go on the dirt? No, I'd probably go. Yeah, you would stay on the roads. I'd stay on the roads. Um, but that like is—is is this something we should be thinking about? Like, are we close to this? I don't know. I—I I don't know. This is just what I think about. Interesting. Um, but I think that it's like it's not out of the realm of possibility. Like there's a greater days. There's a greater than zero percent chance that this happens. Oh, I just yeah, I just looked it up online and it said that it's literally inevitable. What in is next, inevitable? A nuclear war in the next in the okay. next ten years. Well, who did you read that from? <laughs> I don't know. Because <laughs> inevitable is a huge word. I would hope that we could fucking resolve some of this shit without nuclear weapons. I'm liking the cyber weapons. I think that this is a much safer way of attacking people um, and leveraging countries. That's century, not decade. That's a much longer time period. However, we will yeah. live through all of that. Like me. That's what you, that's what you claim, yes. We will. Yes. I, I know we will. I'm, Not if there's a nuclear war, we will. Okay, Peter. Ugh. Yes. I'm I'm an optimist, Peter. You literally were just talking about... I'm a prepping plan. optimist, dog. <laughs> <laughs> what's your go plan? I, I've thought about it. I'm not 100% sure. I would probably barricade my house because we live on private road. Um, and we have... It's fully fenced. And then... From there, I would fortify. So you wouldn't 
reach out to anyone you would just no i would want i would want all of the people that i know to come to my place oh so you want me to come down there yes i would want you and katie to come down here i want your families you want to, to come down an here extra an extra 600 miles i'll send a goddamn chopper dog <laughs> <laughs> there's no gas <laughs> yeah well i can make gas no no you can't yeah i got a book oh okay <laughs> Gosh, that'd be such a long bike ride. Yeah, just to Katie oh, would be a very long bike ride. That'd be brutal. Also, I love that you just abandoned your parents. <laughs> they could make it. They could come with me. You're like, they've lived a good life. I'll see you later. <laughs> it's time for the new generation. I don't know. They wouldn't be super prepared. I don't think anyone. Yeah, would. I really don't think there's anyone that's super prepared. I mean, there's a few that are preppers that are overly prepared, but like out of the 330 million people, 350 million people in the U.S., less than one, less than 0.1 percent are prepared for a nuclear war. And it's the same one percent, point one, that didn't get vaccinated. <laughs> <laughs> I'm de- I'm guessing that yes, they're probably involved in that. There's probably a correlation. There's probably there's correlation. probably a correlation. Joe Rogan would survive, so we'd be good. Yeah, um, we figure out how to get. No, actually, the first thing I would do was bike to the grocery store. Okay, with gas tanks and fighting people for gas and for groceries. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go for groceries. I get walkie talkies. <laughs> Give me a walkie. I mean, they definitely have walkie-talkies in Montana, huh? And I'd get a radio. Yeah, CB radio? You know you know, Joe Rogan's going to be getting that CB radio up. And he's just going to be podcasting through the CB radio? I, gar- I guarantee. <laughs> I guarantee. Yeah, dude. That, I, yeah, that would be sick, actually. Yeah, you know he's going to do that. I might get a CB radio today just in case. Just so I can listen to Joe. You're a prepper. Uh, I'm a prepper. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't know. I haven't. I haven't really thought about it. Yeah, I mean, I've thought about it, but I haven't. You know, they're they're flashing thoughts. They pop into my head, and I'm like, eh, maybe that would be a good idea. And then I quickly realize that that's not reality. So, <sighs> okay. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. It'd be tough. It would be tough. It would be terrifying. How would we know? If just the power was out, like could have just been a storm last night. Um. Yeah, but I know. So here's a good good way of knowing whether it was a storm or not. Was there a storm last night, Peter? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, fuck. There's tons of storms. We had a storm the other night. Right, Devin. But you know, I think if you're like, huh, I wonder if that was a storm or not, and then you think. Oh, there wasn't a storm last night. <laughs> then it was probably well, something different. Then then there's still a variety of reasons that a power outage could occur. I agree. And I'm not saying you'll know immediately. You'll turn your light on and you'll be like, oh, okay, I guess no power for the next 20 minutes, right? And then it'll be 6 p.m. when you flipped on the lights at 6 a.m. It's 6 p.m. and you're like, there's still no power? 
what's going on? And then you look at your phone and there's no internet. And you're like, hey, uh oh. And that's when you realize. I need, as soon as we get off this podcast, I'm going to call Katie and like make sure we are on the same page here. <laughs> that's actually not a bad idea. Having a meetup spot. Yeah. Yeah. Being like, okay, things go down. We're meeting here. Meeting on Idaho Falls. Idaho Falls. West of the I-10, you know? I-15, but yeah. Whatever. Um, yeah. So, you know, that's something to think about. Are you prepped? Are you ready? I'm not. I, no, not. I haven't thought about it. Have How much of, how much is gas prices in uh, Montana right now? Uh, I just filled up my tank. At three ninety nine. That seems pretty high for Montana. So it's probably above four now. Yeah. So uh, I saw that people are uh, experts. Oil experts are predicting that the the price of oil will reach two hundred and forty dollars a barrel by this summer. Um, and no one knows what the fuck that means, right? So I should have invested in oil, dude. <laughs> yeah. Um, Honestly, that's how you offset your loss in so, stocks. So if you invest in oil. To give you a better understanding of what that means, the peak all-time high for crude oil was in 2008, and it peaked at $147 a barrel. Um, and last week, the price per barrel was hovering around $130. So we're looking at nearly a hundred percent increase on the price of oil. And this is because Russia supplies 4.3 million barrels per day of oil. Um, so that's a lot of fucking oil. And I know the U S um, it's crazy. Literally, sorry to interrupt, but literally two years ago, the barrel was costing more than the oil was. Really? Yeah. How much was it? It was like $15 for the barrel plus oil, and the barrel cost $15. Well, that's fucking crazy. Literally less than two years ago. So... um. Fact check that. It's probably wrong. How bad was the stock market today? Wait, we have... Oh, Jesus Christ. I can't goddamn do math. But we... I know the U.S. just released 60 million barrels. What? The stock market was incredible today. Yeah, and that's because... um, So President Zelensky of, of the Ukraine... Eased his push six hundred points, which is six percent. Yeah, two um, percent. What? The Nasdaq was up four percent. Okay, but President Zelensky um, eased his pushing of the Ukraine into NATO. 
So he, right. he essentially said that we're no longer looking to become an, a, a NATO ally. Um, right. However, they did just... Russia did just bomb a, uh, a hospital, a maternity ward. Oof. Um, and... People are describing the scene as apocalyptic. Okay, I'm going to have another bold, bold statement. Yeah. At what point... Yes, Kojina. One second. I'm doing a podcast. Yeah. It's all right. Continue. Oh, who's that? It's Kojina. Who's Kojina? She is our finance director at the restaurant. Hey, Gogino, what's up? Anyway. Can't hear um, you. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, this is going to sound terrible. But at what point do we just say, like, sorry, Ukraine, like, you're on your own. We have. We, already, we, we have from the beginning. No one, I mean, no one has said we're going to fight with you as an individual you can go to ukraine and you can fight if you would like okay that's what i thought but as a country we there are no nations that are fighting with troops on the ground alongside ukraine because then putin would just nuke us yes it's well it's an act of war so if we were to put boots on the ground in the Ukraine and shoot at Russians, that's an act of war. And that's the US versus Russia. If the so EU, if any. I think Biden is stupid enough to send troops. I don't think he is. And I don't think he's calling the shots. That's good. I don't. That makes me more yeah. I don't think that. Um, <laughs> I bet if he was I don't, calling the shots, he'd already have boots over there. Yeah, maybe. Um, I don't think that that's how we get pulled into this war. I think that the possibility of us getting pulled into this war is a NATO ally country making a stupid Hold mistake on. and maybe shooting down a Russian plane. Or England. rolling over a border. No, not England. Germany. Poland you know the ones that are right alongside maybe Germany I doubt it but it's one of those smaller once, countries once they do then it's like everyone in, isn't that the rule everyone in NATO has to go yeah. and, and fight with it's the NATO article country. 5 of the NATO treaty um, articles. if one ally is at war all the other allies must come and defend that ally. And then you get to the point where you were like, do we agree? Because if you don't, then the NATO treaty is essentially useless. There's no other reason to be in part of in be a part of NATO than that article five, really. Right. So that's I think those that's the most probable way that the United States, England, and the, uh, the larger countries get pulled into this war. And if we get pulled in, world's over. Likely. 
brutal. Yeah. It's like a game of cat and mouse. It's 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 a game of cat and goodbye. Yeah. Um I would probably just go buy a boat, take it out to sea. Well, the main problem with nuclear war is not like everyone's going to get radiation. Yeah, not everyone's going to get nuked, but you're going to have radiation falling from the sky for days and days. Um, you could stay inside for days and days. Yes. So that is like, that's <laughs> that's the main um, suggestion that you're given. As soon as you see a blast or you hear a blast, you go into a building. Hopefully it's a large building or an underground bunker and you stay there for as long as you possibly can. And that means days, weeks, months. Because the radiation will be falling from the sky for a very long time. And the radiation poisoning... And you can know within minutes whether you've been... So if you're like in a place where you get bombed and it's near you, it starts raining uh, radiate, radiate, just radiation particles on sand pretty much immediately. If you vomit, you're done. Yeah, you're dead. Like if you go in, if you make it inside and then you vomit, you have radiation poisoning. And you're dead. What if we just get masks? <laughs> so I'm not 100% sure. I think. Like, I feel like if we all just got issued masks like they did with those COVID tests, we'd be completely fine. But those masks aren't going to do shit. Right? <laughs> with the big things on them? Yeah, we need those masks. No, that's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not. T- I'm not talking about COVID masks. <laughs> right, but this this content like this is that's a logistical issue and that's a supply chain issue. Like most of So you're saying I should go out and get a radiation mask. If you want to be prepped, maybe. I don't know. I don't suit. know what I don't know what the fuck happens if that <clears throat> if if all of that shit goes down. Like, you just take it day by day. Like, if you make it past the first day, fucking congrats. You're winning. Yeah. Yeah, you're winning. And if you if you make it past the first Ten week, points. I mean, holy shit. But, yeah. like, I don't know what happens from there. Hopefully, if you're here in America and that shit goes down, everyone unites as an American and we don't become barbarians. We rebuild society as quickly no, as possible. Gotta keep left and right. Gotta keep Democrat, <laughs> Republican. God. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm not going to talk to anyone that voted for Biden or anyone that voted for Trump. Well, I'm going into there is no, I mean, Biden will survive, which is hilarious. Um, if there's a nuclear war, he will be all those guys will. Yeah, they will be on one of our they'll be on a boat, but they will be in, on a boat in literally the middle of fucking nowhere. Um, and he will be command. He'll stay in a bunker. Nope. No, he will be on a plane in a matter of minutes. That plane will land at a secured airbase that no one knows of. He will then be airlifted to a one of our destroyers um, or carriers in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, and he'll have he'll have his own army around him in the middle of nowhere that will defend that boat, um, and then he'll command the U.S. from there. 
All because he sucks. All because we don't like we're not we're not a country that can have a Vladimir whatever his name is, the president of Ukraine. Right? We can't have oh, a president yeah. that's like, I'm gonna stay and fight. We can't do that. You cannot do that as a US president. You will not be allowed. Right. Yeah. I mean, in the case of a nuclear war, there's nothing to fight, <laughs> right? Like you, 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 you stay, you die. That's the the that's the toss up. But um, I should be president when this all goes down. I'm thinking. <laughs> I mean, that is the thinking. That's probably my best go plan. That's the that safest with. person probably on the planet. Yeah. Um, or someone that's like a scientist in Antarctica. They could do well. That One way. of the 10 scientists in Antarctica. You're chilling. I mean, you or have to leave there quickly, but. That would be crazy. Dang. The people that are in space, imagine watching a nuclear war from space. And realizing you're the last human being alive. Oh, that would be so depressing. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Okay. Honesty. Do you think this will actually happen? Um, I have no idea. I literally like I have no way of speculating. I have no evidence to speculate further. I think that there's a greater than zero percent chance that it does. You have to say yes or no. Do you think it will happen? Um. If I have to say yes or no, I have to say no. Um, merely because I don't want to speak something into into reality, right? Yeah. Like there's a possibility, but I love life right now. And no matter how shitty and stressful it is, I want to be here. and i want my friends and i want my family to be here i want everybody to be here i don't you know even the people that swing freaking big locks at me in a fight i want you to be here right now you think humanity wins yeah um i do think that that putin has to be figured out at some point um why don't we just go kill him I don't know. I think that that's... we got to have CIA. I believe that that's... Why do we not I, just go kill him? I am positive that that is on the table right now. Why are we not doing that? Well, probably for one, it's a logistical issue. Yeah, I probably can't get close enough. Russia is completely cut off to the entire world right now. They should send me in. Putin literally cut off internet access to Russia. Yeah. So, I don't know, man. This is, I think, at any point in time where there's struggle and fear, there's the idea and there's a possibility of all of it ending. We're just closer to it because it can happen much quicker. Yeah. Um, but I really hope 
that um, Putin isn't so egotistical and so driven for a mark that he decides to do something that literally makes it so there's no marks. Like, if everyone's dead... Except he would probably survive. I don't think so. You don't think so? No. I think as soon as that order is made... I mean, we'll be alerted within seconds of uh, an ICBM. What are you going to do? Send out an Amber Alert? Not us. I'm talking about the, the military. Oh. The military will be alerted how far is it, within seconds. How far does it take to? How far? How long does it takes, take to travel? I think it takes about land? twenty minutes for an ICBM to reach land in the U.S. Um, you kind of want to be on the East Coast, then, huh? No, you want to be in the middle of fucking nowhere. Is where you want to be, or Canada. <laughs> I mean, oh, these maps. I mean, this podcast got depressing. Yeah, China's can't reach us. (laughs) When was that map from? It's possible. ICBM, five thousand five hundred kilometers. Yeah. That's like 3,000 miles or something like that. I don't know what the circumference of the world is, but that's fucking far. I feel like the circumference of the world is like 2,000 miles. That's 3,000 miles. It's got to be bigger than that. 3,500 miles. What is? 3,500 miles. The circumference of the earth? No. Oh, I was so close then? Circumference of the Earth is 25,000 miles. Oh, dude. We're chilling. What are we even talking about? Who cares? (laughs) (laughs) Russia to United States miles. So they're 5,518 miles away. They're just within range. They are just within range. Um, And that's probably by design. (laughs) Probably. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure that any of this speculation is healthy in any way. (laughs) (laughs) Because I don't, we have zero control over any of it. There's not a single goddamn thing that we could do. I mean, I could sit here and plead to Vladimir Putin all I want, but he doesn't give a damn. I'm probably going to, I'm probably going to make a Twitter video and send it to him. A tweeter video? A tweeter video. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like we should focus on like positive stuff in the world. I I, I brought it to this, but there's a lot of positive yeah, this things. This is all you, man. I know, I just bro. Questions and you kept going like. I'm sorry. That's what I know die. right now. It's what I know right we're now. We're gonna die. We're gonna die. Hey, I was positive about it. I said no. I said that it's not gonna happen. All right. Ten positive facts to celebrate the world today. No, let's not do that. That's boring. Let's uh, talk about. Um, have you heard about the CAR oh, T wow. cells? Cool. The the CAR T cell therapy. Uh uh-uh. uh Okay. 
So let me just pull it up. There's there's this company. Um, they're funded by uh, you know our favorite Johnson and Johnson, but J and J. They have another company. It's a sub company that has been working on these T cells, CAR T cells. And first of all, I just want to say that I know nothing about this. Um, I'm not. Yeah, you knew nothing about the last topic that we talked about for an hour. I know nothing about any of these topics. I'm just talking. Yeah, and you love talk. I like to try and learn. And I think one of the best ways of learning and taking in information is repeating the information. Um, Yes. So that's why I spew out a bunch of bullshit. So that I learn all of the stuff that has no relevancy, you know? Um, like the circumference of the Earth. Yes. Which is? Uh, it's 25,000 miles. 29. Well, close. Okay. Um, car T cell therapy. Uh, but they're. They. This is going back to the point where I was talking. Remember when I was talking about anti aging? Um, and yeah. you were talking about how we have to make it, we have to end, we have to end cancer before we can do that. Yeah. This is leading to that. And this is leading to the point where it becomes more profitable to keep people alive than it does to just like, it, it becomes more profitable to end cancer in people than it does to continue you know, just prolong their life until they die from cancer, essentially. Um, Interesting. However, they have made, they've got these CAR T cells that essentially you can, you can engineer them to go and fight cancer in the body, blood cancers and um, tumors. Interesting. Um, mainly leukemia which is the blood cancer is like that is the blood cancer. Yeah. Well, you know, some people don't know about cancers like me, Peter. Um but they it they're making a lot of strides in essentially curing cancer. And I think that it goes back to that same point to where if you can get people to live 20 to 30 years longer, you're going to end up making more money than if you just prolong their life by charging them exuberant amounts of money for a few years, right? So you want to actually go in and cure cancer for all these people, get the money from all of them, and then you can prolong their life and get more returns, which is a terrible way of looking at prolonging life. Right, we should want to prolong life just for the pure fact that you can accomplish more. You'll be able to see more. We want people to live. No. Dying sucks. Not if we get nuked. <laughs> but um, I think that people should look into it more. Maybe we'll. I'll do more research on it and try and understand it a yeah, little bit more and then we'll for, next for next week so that we can go a little bit deeper in it. But it's something that's super interesting. 
Um, and there's there's a lot there's a lot of strides being made in cancer treatments and life prolonging um, therapies that will make it possible for people our age and even older to live into their 120s, 140s within this century, I believe. If we don't get nuked. Yes, that's th- Peter, I think that's a that's an overhanging caveat that doesn't need to be said, right? <laughs> I think hey, everybody dies, we're not going to live longer, right? Just saying. So. There you go. I'm looking at pictures from Hiroshima now. So, if you look up, I mean, let's move on from this. What's what do you got in sports? <laughs> I, I, I was going to go down more of a tangent for the war and everything, but I don't want to do it anymore. Uh, Russell Wilson got traded to the Denver Broncos. I saw that. Is that big? Is Russell Wilson still active? Is he he's still active? Is he well? I mean, yes, of course he's still active, but is he good? Yes, yes. Um. I venture to say that conference or that division now, you got the Chiefs, you got the Bengals, you got the Broncos. Mm -hmm. And no, sorry, you don't have the Bengals. My fault. The Chiefs, the Chargers. You could have said the Broncos. Anything, and I would have agreed with you. (laughs) Chiefs, Chargers, Broncos, and Raiders in the same division. Okay. All their starting quarterbacks. You got Mahomes. Derek Carr. You know who that is. Russell Wilson. I know Derek Carr. He's uh, Dallas, right? No. The Raiders, man. We just did this. And Justin Herbert. So you have probably four of the top... I'll say it. Four of the top eight quarterbacks in the league. All in one division. And then the other four are in the other division. <laughs> There's seven more divisions. Oh wait, what? Yeah. There's seven divisions? So there's conferences, the AFC, NFC, and then the conferences are split up into AFC West, AFC East, AFC North, AFC South, NFC North, A- NFC South. Oh, so I see now. That's what I'm saying. That one division that, is the AFC That's a big deal. I think it's the AFC North. No, that can't be right. It's got to be uh, AFC East, AFC West, West. That's what I meant. West. Yeah. So the AFC West has four of the top eight quarterbacks in the NFL in it. That's pretty crazy, actually. That's kind of unfortunate, and, though, because only one yeah, of them yeah. can make it to the Super Bowl. Uh, yeah, and they play six times a year at least. Play each other six times a year. You what? Play home and away against each team in the division. Well, that's only two times a year, right? For each one. Well, yeah, but you're still playing a top eight quarterback six times a year. That's true. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. I mean, the, that can make great quarterbacks. If you're playing against the best, you're gonna make. You're well, gonna I mean, get better. It'll be great games. But then that opens the door for the Bills, right? In the AFC East. Okay, because they, with Josh Allen, right, mm-hmm. right, right, 
they're probably I'm gonna make a bold statement. The Bills will win the AFC next year because all those teams are just gonna bully each other and beat up on each other's records, and then the Bills are gonna have an easier route, and then they're gonna win the AFC. So the Bills are what? What are what division are they in? AFC East. Okay, that makes sense. I could see that happening. I also think that um, that's not going to happen. Yeah, <laughs> and I know nothing about this, but I think that yeah, who do you I think, think that think maybe you? three of the four will get bullied, and then the fourth is going to be like nah, and he's going to crush the Bengals. How'd the Bengals come into this? I don't know. What was the team that you said? <laughs> the Bills. The Bills. There you go. Bengals, Bills. They both start with a B. Same thing. But then, even weirder, crazier, the NFC. Right? Yep. Quarterbacks from the NFC. Let me name them off real quick. So this is crazier? <laughs> Yeah, okay, so I'm just going to read off some quarterbacks, and you tell me if you know their name. All right, let's do this. Okay. Matt Stafford. Yes, he was just in the Super Bowl. Yes, okay, so that's one. Kyler Murray. No. Uh, Trey Lance. And Definitely not. And Drew Locke. I've heard of him. Okay. thought you were going to say Drew Brees, but, but you said Locke, and I know him as well. Because so, he was at the Broncos. But he just got traded for Russell Wilson. Oh, okay. Okay, yes, I know. Okay. Oh. So you didn't know three out of the four in that NFC division. Well, okay. I'm going to caveat this by saying I don't know any of them, really. All I know is a I know name. Is, I couldn't okay. even put a face on most of them. Okay, but look at this. Listen to these names. Josh Allen. Who's that? <laughs> actually? Yeah, actually. I don't know who that is. Okay, well, he's the quarterback for the Bills. Um, you won't know anyone else than that. What? What's your point? What are you trying to get across here? <laughs> I'm just trying to say that the AFC has, like, Eight of the top ten quarterbacks in the NFL, and the NFC quarterbacks are literally the only NFC quarterback that you probably know is Aaron Rodgers. Well, isn't Stafford in there too? Well, and Stafford, Stafford and Aaron Rodgers are the only two top ten quarterbacks in the NFL that are not in the AFC. That is pretty crazy, but you know, West Coast baby, right? Because they're all on the west side of the country, isn't that right? No? No. Damn. <laughs> All right. What, the NFL is weird. Like you got anything about soccer or tennis? I don't know. Chelsea's owner had to sell his team. Yes. Uh, Roman Abramovich. Did he make a sale? Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Well, that's, I mean, just confusing people at this point. I think, I think there were games today, weren't there? Yeah. PSG and... And... Uh, and Fucking hell. Um, this is a good game. PSG and who who is playing? Who is playing PSG? I was oh, just, Real Madrid beat Real PSG Madrid. 3-1. Real Madrid advance on aggregate over PSG 3-2. Uh, Champions League? 
That's pretty big. What's uh? What did man? What was Man City's game? They tied zero zero, but they advanced five zero on aggregate. They tied zero zero. Well, they probably didn't. after whooping up on Man United. Chelsea plays next week. Chelsea sucks. <laughs> Damn, Real Madrid beat PSG. That's crazy. Oh, you know, um, one of the players on Man City, uh, La La Laporte, Laporte. Yeah. Yep. Um, a couple weeks back, he hit a record for the Premier League of. 110 passes of 110 passes. It's pretty good. And you know who had the record before that? Frank Lampard. Laporte at 109 passes of 109 passes. He's also a center back on Man City. All he has to do is just... Yeah, but still, that's... A crazy stat. 110 passes, and you did not miss a single pass. In a 90-minute game, that's a crazy stat. I guarantee if you were put at center back for Man City, you could break that. No, I could not. Yes, you could. What does that even mean? Then why wouldn't everyone on that team break it? Because someone has to be creative. I'm just saying if you're a center back on Man City, you could do that. Right, but if you look at his passes, if you look at the actual passes that he connected, a majority of them are shorter passes, but there are longer full-length passes, full-field passes that he connected on. That's, I mean, no matter how you put it, Peter, that's a great stat, and that's a crazy stat. And you can I'd demean it all you want because you don't like Man City. I... I would be more impressed if it was like a center midfielder who did that. I mean, anyone would, but that's a different part of the field. Just saying. Also, their center back steps up into the midfielder like a six. So he is playing out of the center of the field. Not Laporte. Laporte doesn't do that. Is he an out? One? John Stones does. Oh, yeah, you're right. Which one is he? Is he the right or the left? Left, number 14. Yeah. He literally just sits back there. Yeah, well, you got to have someone that does that. <laughs> you got to have someone that does that. Yeah, I guess you do. I mean, what? why isn't their right center back doing that every week? John Stones? No, you said Stones is the center center back. Because they play a three back. Right? So the center's, center back steps up into the sixth position, and their goalkeeper well, comes Diaz out. Diaz just got hurt, so they went back to a four back. Oh, did they? Ruben Diaz is out for six six weeks. When did he get hurt? Just recently. But they played a three back against Man United, like on Sunday. Did they? Yeah. Did they? Maybe. <laughs> you should fact check this. <laughs> did they though? They played a four back. God damn it! Damn it! Did you see? Did, John Stones, shut up! And shut up, Peter! Shut up! Did you see their? Um, When's the last time you coached soccer? Do you even know how to read a formation? Oh, Peter, dude, I suck at coaching. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't pay attention to you formation. Need me to come help you? Yeah, Peter, get your ass down here. 
Sounds like you need my help. I know you want to come I've down here. I know you want to come down here now. Like three months, and I and I know I can read a formation better than you. That's. I mean, that's fantastic. I love you, Peter. What's up, Devin? I'm not in a competition against you about who's better at reading a soccer field. I'm sure you're better than me. I'm not worried about it. Oh, man. What are you saying? <laughs> I'm not going to stroke you off, Peter. Um, but, yeah, uh, I know you want to come down here, and I know it's it's getting closer and closer to the time that you're actually going to move here. If there's a nuclear war, I'll be down. Oh, I know you will. Because you know daddy's going to protect you. <laughs> On that note, um, thank you for listening to Podcast 6. You should fact check this. <sighs> yeah. I will sign us off today because Devin shouldn't be allowed to speak again. <laughs> okay. But what you what what the audience doesn't know is how Peter talks to me before we start recording. <laughs> I'm just going to talk to him just like I do with recording. I'm just going to start recording everything early and then I'm putting a teaser at the beginning where Peter's talking some weird stuff. You won't do it. Also, no way to just slap yourself in the face. <laughs> um, yeah. Thanks for watching. Uh, that is podcast number four. Like and subscribe or number four, six. number six. Um, like and subscribe, please, and uh, share it with someone who also believes that we're not going to nuclear war. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. All right. Have a good one. Goodbye.